When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Let's do it. (laughs) (sighs) Hi, Ingrid. Hey, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) So before we even like talk about what's happening this week, we have a couple things to address from um, the last two episodes. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get into this here. So I'd like to take a moment to address... A couple issues from two of our most recent shows, one from episode number 101 and the other from episode number 104. I asked Ingrid to cut the intro to episode number 104. Several of you asked about like what happened to the intro. The intro was meant to be a response to a negative comment we received in reference to our tone in episode number 101. Someone had commented that we were tone deaf and completely bypassed the gravity of the crisis going on in Ukraine. That I made it seem like class and racial struggles, which are deemed in crisis in certain parts of the world, should remain as is. As the descendant of a genocide survivor whose country was invaded and whose genocide has still not been recognized by the country that invaded and perpetrated the genocide... I am certainly not someone who feels like class and racial struggles that are deemed in crisis in certain parts of the world should remain as is. And I'm sorry if anyone listening to number 101 thought that was my perspective. If that's how I sounded to you, I need to do a better job of communicating my perspective. I wanted to respond to this comment and apologize for hurting anyone who was offended by my tone, and it turned into a 20-minute conversation between Ingrid and I that went on far too long and could not be recut in a way that was meaningful or coherent. There is one other area of the comment that I would like to address that asserted that I was saying that we shouldn't empower the collective to change these places of oppression in the world, that we should instead lean into ourselves and only see the good in the world. This, again, is not how I feel. The world is a dysfunctional, horrible place. The world is also an amazingly beautiful place. Those who have listened to this podcast have heard me say repeatedly, the sun goes up, the sun comes down, the tide rolls in, the tide rolls out. The earth is a world of duality. My whole purpose for doing this podcast, though I may not have reflected that through my words and tone in number 101, is to empower individuals so collectively we are all empowered, the community. My only explanation for my tone, my lack of sensitivity as asserted by the person who commented, comes from a place of fear. I am horrified by what I see happening in the world. And I only see it getting worse, so I'm doing my best to help others find the peace within themselves so we can collectively manage our way through the inevitable chaos we are on course to experience. I, more than anybody, should understand that with so many planets transiting through Pisces, the whole of humanity is extremely sensitive. Having the privilege to be the host of a podcast puts me in a position of power. From that position, I must respect the feelings and viewpoints of all 
and most especially all who are taking the time to listen to my voice. The purpose of the Weekly Transit Astrology Podcast is to help those who listen to have greater insight into the planetary and astral influences and how to best work with that energy to benefit themselves and those around them. As a first house south node, I have often had trouble quelling my voice and have allowed my anger to get the better of me at times, which generally results in situations like this where I feel the need to apologize and ask forgiveness from anyone I've hurt. I just want to sum this all up by saying I'm sorry if my tone offended or hurt anyone, and I will try to do better in the future. I want this podcast to bring peace rather than upset people. Well, I also want to comment on this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, first, Scott, I think you're so compassionate and understanding and you're... Your main goal really is to help people. And I think the purpose of this podcast was to just share that knowledge with everybody. And <sighs> anyways, <sighs> I don't really like politics. I don't like picking sides. It certainly was not about Ukraine or making that seem we don't give a shit. It's just this is an astrology podcast and we want it to be accessible to everyone on any side. It just it kind of fired me up because I just don't feel like that's the point of this podcast at all. And I feel like they just missed they missed the boat by taking something so personal. And I do think focusing on the self is the best we can do. And if, you know, politics is part of yourself that feels the need to be fulfilled, then, you know, that's amazing for you and you should do that. But for me personally, that's not my prerogative. I'm here just trying to help myself by translating Scott's advice. And I think that astrology is really meant to be intuitive. And I just take what Scott says and I intuit what that means for me. So I think that you know, looking at it, however you can incorporate it in your own life where it feels meaningful for you, then that's, that's my advice on how to use astrology. Cool. I mean, you know, I hate that word advice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not out here giving advice. I I'm don't want to give advice to anyone. We make suggestions and then you make decisions Yeah. and I'm horrified by what I see in the world, in Ukraine and other places. You know, one of the things that I could have done better on that show in that moment was just approach it from a more peaceful tone uh, yeah. and a more compassionate tone. And, and I understand that, you know, with so many planets in Pisces, whew, we're feeling it. We're feeling it. We, we're feeling every little thing that people are saying, that they're doing, that they're thinking. It's, it's intense. We, we're straddling Pisces, which is the unconscious, our psychological baggage, and Aries, which is the god of war. I mean, oh, my this God. Is, this is That's just... how I totally feel that right now. I feel so <laughs> sensitive about just this conversation we had and that Aries energy. I feel so hot. I feel very defensive. And right now in this moment, <laughs> we've got seven planets in those two signs. And on this show, we look at like 10, 11, 11 planets or symbols and well over half of them are in these two signs so it's very intense energy uh this week the sun moves into taurus so we'll see if that settles things down a little bit oh my god i don't know the bull can be aggressive too in a very real way so you know i have like an interesting uh share from my week that really just relates perfectly to what just happened okay with this person yes i, I think this okay. is my opinion tell me tell me I have someone in my life who's going through a really hard time and I started taking it personally. And then I started, you know, thinking about it and I just started overthinking about it and making it about myself. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting sad about it and just like very emotional. And then when I saw and talked to the person, none of that shit had to do with me. They were going through their own personal thing and, you know, gave me a lot of compassion. I was like, Oh shit. Like when I don't know the whole story and I, I start thinking in my mind, I can paint this whole picture of something that doesn't even exist. And then I am suffering, mm -hmm. which is kind of what I felt like this person did. Like they didn't really know what our opinion on the, the war is, but that's certainly not what we were talking about. And we weren't diminishing it, but it's like, if you don't know the whole story and you just see one piece and we don't get to ask these questions and be in the know, then it's just like our subconscious can get away with us and really paint a picture of, just what, whatever is happening in our own subconscious just kind of like blossoms more and more of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure this person is feeling really scared and really uncomfortable with the state of affairs of the world. And they want to make sure that everyone else 
sees what's happening because they're they're scared. Yeah, I don't want to make assumptions about what that person is feeling or thinking. Just like I don't want anyone to make any assumptions about me and who I am. I mean, I don't know. I was just saying, like, I think that I started assuming things in my mind, and I mm-hmm. think that possibly this person was also assuming what we were thinking and. We really don't know what anyone else is going through. Some, so just having some compassion and we really, we don't, <laughs> we don't know all of the sides of the story before we, you know, project what, what is happening inside and like making it a, an argument or a, you know, some sort of pain that we start feeling. Yeah. I mean, well, so much of it depends on what your astrological code is. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a cancer moon, you take on other people's stuff. You know, I'm a Pisces moon. I'm super compassionate for everything that's going on. I'm so empathetic for the people in Ukraine energetically because of what happened to my ancestors, my grandfather. I don't like seeing people roll into a country uninvited. That's something the United States of America has done. But I don't even want to go down this road, you know. It's like I just want to get into the astrology and, you know, put that behind us. Again, I'm sorry if I hurt anyone's feelings or offended anyone. I feel for the pain and suffering of those people and so many people that are suffering right now. It's an intense time in the world and I feel like it's going to get more intense. And so that's what I'm here for is to try to help bring clarity to the chaos so that we can navigate these frequencies dude this last week has been so intense i don't know what's happening Hmm. i got okay i have two things one i got into some weird conversation with someone who was like fixing something in my house just like Uh. a weird inappropriate comment from a man which just i feel very lucky that i have so many amazing men in my life because i totally feel for women who get like really angry at men Mm -hmm. but like it was just the whole thing was so uncomfortable and it really pissed me off and then the next day i'm walking it's the middle of the day mind you i'm just walking to the bank somebody is following me in their car for like blocks the fuck is that so finally i'm already hot from the other thing happening this person is following me I see like some gardeners and stuff outside. So I decide I'm just going to approach the car Mm because I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What are you going to call the cops and say what? Yeah. They're not going to do anything. (sighs) So I'm like, hey, um, excuse me. Are you following me? Yeah. And the person's like, yeah. They don't look scared or like they didn't try to make up a lie. They said, yeah. I'm like, okay, why? Why are you following me? Like, oh, because I wanted to see if we could hang out. Oh, my God. I was like, dude. That is not how you ask someone out. I am frightened. This is scary. If it was nighttime, I would have been like flipping out. Mm-hmm. Like, why what, would I want to go out with you after you just told me crazy. you followed me? What, what, did you, what did they do after you said that to them? It, it, they kind of apologized, but they totally didn't get it. They didn't get it at all. And then he drove away? I walked away and then he drove away. Like he didn't, he wasn't like. He didn't uh, keep following you or anything no. like that. Oh my God. This is wild. It's fucking, it's wild. It makes, like, honestly, I feel like I'm going to just start macing people middle of the day. Like, that's what it makes me want to do. And then we wonder why people get so, like, agitated. Well, it sounds like you you approached it the right way. You waited until there were people that were there as witnesses in case anything happens, you know. And you were very direct. That's your Aries North Node. You called this person out and they went away. Hopefully they're not following some other person down the street. No, I mean, I felt like I was trying to be like kind of educational in a way. I'm just like. It sounds like you were. You're like, this is not how you ask somebody out. I'm frightened. People are being more aggressive now. Yeah, they are. And then I, I, so I called the person out that was like doing my house maintenance Mm -hmm. and they didn't even apologize. And I said it in the nicest way possible. I feel like I was direct without Mm -hmm. being like cunty you know i feel like there's always like the angry woman i'm like i don't want to be that either i just want to be like hey that wasn't cool i don't really like that maybe maybe just no yeah (laughs) and they didn't even apologize they were just like oh i've been chastised got it i was like what the fuck so they're the victim yeah that's exactly what happened (laughs) i was like what the fuck is that yeah you're the victim you made me and your girlfriend both feel uncomfortable but now you're the one that's suffering you like had and i'm i'm not i don't feel like i'm a very sensitive person when it comes to like 
offensive things. Like, I'm not easily offended. No. <laughs> I don't think you are either. Anyways. <laughs> Should we get into the week? Yeah, let's get into the week. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Tell me what's happening, Scott. Yes. Tell well, us all the stuff. I feel like we're getting smacked on Monday. So this is the week of April 18th to the 24th. And on Monday, April 18th, we're looking at the sun. In its exalted position, Aries, the giver of light, life, and vitality. Aries, the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, squaring off with the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation, Pluto. In Capricorn, the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat. So this is the final aspect that the sun will make before it moves into Taurus, and it's a hard one. This is like we've been working up our courage over the last 28 days to really step forward into our power, to speak from a place of authority, to, to act from a place of authority, to transform your relationship to authority and your relationship to yourself as an authority. How can you do that? What are you looking, what are you looking to claim responsibility for? that maybe you're afraid of, maybe you feel insecurities about, and what are the steps that you need to take to step into that fear? Well, I mean, we're looking at Aries, Sun and Aries, so it's like, okay, as we become more direct, that is going to shift things, this death, this Pluto energy, this transformation, death of the old ways, that's what's going to shift it, is you being more direct. And that, most of the time, is going to be uncomfortable, just doing these things in a new way. Whether that's taking accountability for yourself or holding others accountable, mm-hmm. it feels it feels awkward. So I think this is still a positive alignment, even though it can be uncomfortable. It's it, absolutely it's pushing you. To, this is like that last test, dude. I feel like that's exactly what happened. I'm like this fucking guy <laughs> on the street. Vi- exactly this handyman. Like you, you stepped into your power as an authority. I am a human being, and you're not going to treat me this way. Yeah. And it was definitely, I mean, it was uncomfortable for me, but I felt good about it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I'm proud of you for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that it takes a lot of courage in both situations. It's like you're calling out a neighbor. So this is somebody you're going to have to see again. You're going to have to come across them again. Yeah, that was that was definitely more intense. Like the guy on the street, I'll do that all day. But like when it comes to the more personal relationships where you actually know these people, that's when it can get really scary. But even the way that you address the person you didn't know, mm-hmm. you did so very directly. You, 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 it doesn't sound like you were hysterical in any way or no. screaming and yelling at this person. You, you called them out. Yeah, that, I mean, that was my <laughs> like, intention. That guy must have been in shock. Yeah, I'm sure he, he was. Know what he was doing is like, uh, yeah, I am following you. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I guess uh, I want to ask you out. Like, uh, no, dude, that's not how it works. This is definitely not how it works. I'm frightened. Oh, okay. How did you guys meet? Well, first he was following me for a few blocks, stalking me. <laughs> then he asked me on a date, and I said yes. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Is that really <laughs> what you want to invite into your life, that kind of energy? He's fearful. He's fearful. He's afraid to go and talk to a woman in a way that's respectful. So he's got to creep around and sneak around. And I don't know what exactly the the outcome he's really hoping for there, but it's, it's rooted in fear. Yeah. I told him like, that's not the way you meet a girl. You have to meet her organically. You definitely can't follow her. No one's going to go out with you after you just followed them. That's like, that's not the meet cute from the romantic no. comedy. I was like, you need to go to a coffee <laughs> shop dude and like have conversations with people. This is not the way. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. All right. Moving on to Tuesday, April 19th, the sun begins its transit through Taurus, the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. Well, I have a question. Yeah, you do? Yeah. So, but it's only the 18th. I thought that like when it comes into a new sign Mm -hmm. for the sun in Taurus, I thought that's like the new astrological like When everyone says, like, oh, this is my sun sign, I thought it happened on, like, the 22nd. It's happening on the 19th. Oh, it's just different every month. It's, well, so, okay. So. 
I thought all the cusp days were like 22nd, 23rd. No, only for half the year. Oh, I didn't know that. Only for half the year. So, like, you look back when... So, like, when we're getting into the later months of the year, that's when it's, like, at the 22. Okay. Earlier months of the year is the 20. Okay. 1920. I see. So, every year... It's a little you know, bit different. The sun moves into... Tor- well, it's it's always the same. The sun is moving into Taurus around April 19th. Sometimes it might be April 20th, but it's never April 22nd or 23rd. It's already been there for a couple days. So okay. this year it's there from April 19th to May 20th. So the sun was in Aries from March 20th to April 19th. So it doesn't change every year. No. Okay. No. It just every happens year, to change every, e- year every this, month. The day could be a little slightly different. It's, it has something, I'm not even going to, you know, speak like, like I know, like how to explain this or whatever, but it has something to do with like the, the equinox and when it changes over, that is when, um, the dates change. It's in the later months of the year, like your Virgo. Mm-hmm. That's when it's the 23rd. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that's good to yeah. know. Like, I know people that are Virgos and Leos that were born on August. Did I say April 23rd? I meant August 23rd. I know people that are Virgos and Leos that are born on August 22nd. Because it, it was, you know, it depends on what time I and see. what the year is and that sort of stuff. Okay. So. So something. Once to- we get to July. Like summer, that is when it switches over to those twenties. Okay. But this time of the year, it's like the teens and the in like twenty, like okay. eighteen, nineteen, twenty, that kind of stuff. So here we are, the planet of vitality, in the sign of the bull. When I think of the bull, I think of a creature in a wide open field, with the cool grass beneath it the warm sun baking on its back and all the fragrances of the flowers in the field and the forest carrying into its senses on the soft breeze. This is the sign that's ruled by Venus. Venus is Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, the planet that rules the five physical senses, sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. Taurus is an earth sign. So this is where we bring, we take that energy from Aries and we bring it into reality. So Aries is about who am I in my most authentic self? And then once you qualify who you are, now you are able to qualify your self-worth, what you value, what you value in the material realm. So this is an opportunity between April 19th and May 20th to ask yourself, What is my self-worth? What do I value in the material realm? And how is my self-worth and what I value reflected in the material, in my material surroundings, my clothes, the food that I eat? This feels so relevant for me right now because I always have this, like, I'm really attached to food, but I also feel like I'm really cheap. Like I grew up, we cooked all of our own meals. We did not eat out very often. And... I have this like level of food, like standards that I want to have in my life, but then I don't want to spend the money on them. So I want to cook everything myself, but it's like, I only have so much time in the day. And like something that I've realized about myself is food is really important for me, for my happiness. So that I'm going to have to spend a little bit more on some conveniences in this food so I can have more time in my day to accomplish all the things I need to do. I can't be cooking every meal. It just becomes ridiculous. So Yeah, really recognizing what I value. I value food. I need to spend more money on it. I value, I need to get body work. If I'm in the dance world, my body gets very depleted. I just started seeing a physical therapist. That feels like an investment in, yeah, part of who I am. Like these things are material things, but also I need them to exist and actually be happy. So yeah, taking account of what things are really important to us and are they, are they filling us up? It's like I could spend more money on alcohol And then maybe I would forget that my body hurt and then I would just be having like more, you know, quote unquote fun. But like, really, that's not actually like filling me up long term. So just making smart decisions with our money and what we want to invest in for what really brings us happiness. Such a great point. I have this conversation 
with my partner all the time. <laughs> you know, she's like, we're spending so much at the grocery, like on prepared foods. And I'm like, yeah, I could make it, but it's going to take me like over an hour. Yeah. And I just don't have the time to do that right now. And even sometimes when and we do so, have the time, we don't have the energy. If I spend that hour doing that, it's like, well, then I can't do an hour reading afterwards because mm-hmm. I, I expended it on myself. So it's like, how do we conserve our energy for the things that are important? You want to have good quality food and you also want to have energy to give readings and have quality time with her. So mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's <laughs> funny too, because she'll be like, we're spending too much at the grocery, but then like we order food from like you know, DoorDash <laughs> or whatever. And it's like we get delivery mm-hmm. and I'm like, look how much we just spent. That's a third of our grocery bill right there. Dude, <laughs> so. Eating out is so crazy. Like I really am trying to find affordable things that make me feel nourished that aren't super expensive. Mm-hmm. I got HelloFresh. That was awesome. But also mm-hmm. you have to, you have to still cook it all. Mm-hmm. Like you're making mm-hmm. like a full course meal with like, Honestly, every single day, I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to feed myself? This is ridiculous. I'm just going to start drinking and sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's ah. the thing, you know, it's like, I'm like, I don't mind spending more for these like prepared foods at the grocery that are like really good quality. I know it looks like a lot, but it's actually less than if we're ordering delivery. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. So, but that's that's this Taurus energy is really fun. Like, what do you value? Where are you spending your money? What are you getting in return for your money? What are you doing to make your money? How does that all work together in terms of your self-worth? That's the focus. And so, of course, we have to mention that because Taurus is a fi- fixed Earth sign, if you have any key astrological points or planets in Leo, which is fixed fire, or... Aquarius, which is fixed air, there's going to be some crunchiness, some bumpiness uh, when the sun hits those key points or planets. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself a pass during these times and, uh, and it will pass. It will move through. Moving on to Wednesday, April 20th. The moon, the planet of emotions. In Sagittarius, a a sign that we haven't talked about in, I don't know, a long time because there's nothing ever transiting through there except for the the moon these days. Sagittarius is the mutable fire sign symbolized by the archer. It's squaring off with Neptune, the god of fresh water and the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition in Pisces, the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish, which Neptune rules. They're squaring off with each other. This looks like you know, there might be some blunt truth-telling emotions that come flying out that may agitate some sensitivities here. I'm thinking of it kind of in terms of reflecting back to like myself. Okay. Where I'm just like, I make up these like illusions in my mind of connecting it with the moon and Sagittarius kind of looking into the future. We've created an idea in our mind of what things are going to look like in the future. And we never know people change their mind. People grow, people change situations change. And we get very attached to what it is we made up in our mind that would happen. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. the first thing that comes to mind for me is going with the flow, going with the flow, allow the disappointment to happen Mm -hmm. so that, you can move past it rather than clinging to it and you know being disappointed that something didn't turn out the way you hoped it would is that what you're saying yeah totally yeah i, I feel like that's always my medicine yeah so i'm fuck this day <laughs> <laughs> this just keeps coming up for me telling myself to to let go mm-hmm. of expectations yeah so how can you be compassionate and honest with your emotional expression how can you be compassionate and honest with your emotional expression. So maybe, you know, giving your example, look, this is what I hoped would happen. I realize that it's not happening now. I'm extremely disappointed and I need to forgive myself and the other people involved being compassionate with everyone. Yeah. I mean, I had something like the guy that I'm dating, he's just much different than me. And I had made this story up in my mind like, oh, he doesn't like me or he doesn't want to spend enough time with me or whatever the thing is. And I made it like this 
catastrophe and then we saw each other and he was like well why did you think that <laughs> and i was like <laughs> like do you feel differently about me and he was like but why nothing <laughs> happened of course not and i was like oh i had this you know fantasy in my mind of how things are supposed to go and they didn't go that way and then i like so it's over yeah he doesn't like me anymore yeah and he's like uh okay what are you talking about (laughs) just like okay just not having so yeah just being more compassionate about what the other person is going through he's just going through his own thing that has nothing to do with me Mm -hmm. it really doesn't and like once you communicate about it you're like oh damn (laughs) like we're all having our own experiences here so yeah reeling it back in yeah reel it back in having compassion yes also for ourselves because in that moment Always. i was just like why did i do that yes but it's like we you why know, am i beating myself up right now yeah hating myself nobody else hates me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so weird why why do we do that it goes back to that that past wounding you know like this moment of hurt when you're hurt you become ultra sensitive to any other pain it reminds me of that other thing too like it reminds me of this past thing and we don't even consciously i mean this is our subconscious this pisces energy we don't even know sometimes what it's triggering it's just triggering a response from our past exactly there is something kind of traumatic that happened in my family recently with a child who's six and his mother it's like, I'm more traumatized than him. He seems like he's just moving right through it. But I was hanging out yeah. with them, and the boy got a little tiny scrape on his arm. And he was like, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding. <laughs> and it was, I was like, no, you're not. It's You're fine. It's, there's just a, <laughs> it's a little pink because, you know, you broke the skin a little bit, but you're definitely not bleeding. But his reaction was connected to the trauma that he experienced because he had something oh. very traumatic happened where he bled. Oh, I see. And so so that is now in the unconscious, even though he's six and outwardly expressing, it's like, oh, it's no big deal. Everything's fine, happy-go-lucky. But then that one trigger I see. throws him back into fear, panic. Oh, my God, it's happening again. And so that's Yeah, we all do that. (laughs) Yes, we all do that. So what happened to you? When was the first time you felt like you felt with your partner? Mm -hmm. When did that happen? What were you experiencing? That's the opportunity for you to go back in the analog of your mind and be there with your younger self when that trauma occurred so that you can heal that trauma and not react to this instant like as it's like it's that trauma. Yeah. Yes. Thursday, April 21st. The sun in Taurus and the moon in Capricorn. So this is an earth earth sign, cardinal earth, Capricorn where the moon is, the planet of emotions and Fixed Earth, Taurus, where the sun is, the planet of vitality. This is a trine. This is a supportive alignment. What I see for this is, this is opportunity. Opportunity to take what you value and put it into work in terms of what is going to satisfy your emotions in terms of your accomplishments. Like, what do you want to accomplish? How is that related to your self-worth? What do you want to accomplish on an emotional level? How is that related to your self-worth? What are you doing? What is the work that you're doing to bring this into reality so that we can see it, touch it, taste it, taste it, smell it, feel it? Yeah, usually when I see Capricorn, I feel like that achievement energy a lot of the time goes with career. But when you're relating it in this way to Taurus, I mean, it could be specifically career related because Taurus is money and finances, but also that material world. It's like just like I was talking about with the food thing. It's like, okay, how do I fulfill myself emotionally? My goal is to have nutritious meals accessible to me so I can have a more peaceful, like scheduled life that doesn't revolve around having a food panic every day. (laughs) (laughs) The level of psychosis that is happening over here. I'm always, I'm always so hungry. And then I get into this 
then I'm too hungry to think about how I'm going to feed myself. And then I don't eat something nutritious. Uh So yeah, it's like just this simple goal of having nutritious meals accessible to me feels an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. If I had, (laughs) if I had that under control, I think my life would have much more balance to it. I would just Mm. feel better physically and emotionally more of the time, which would be great. So that's hopefully what this alignment will bring to you. It's like bringing this into reality. Yes, well, like, spending your, I mean, the material, spending our money on the things that are actually going to help us achieve those mm-hmm, goals. Mm-hmm. And those could be, yeah, those could be anything. Exactly. For you, it's food. I'm going to spend my money on healthy, nutritious food that I don't have to cook every meal. Yeah. It's available to me when I'm hungry so I don't get in a panic. Dude, when... <laughs> I went to I went to Lawson's, which is like this, like kind of like a mini Whole Foods. I come home and I bought all these fucking vegetables to roast i'm starving and now i'm like it's hot outside i have to chop everything <laughs> what just happened oh my god yes i don't that's the thing when you go to the grocery store hungry that's i'm like never i always tell myself never go to the grocery store hungry you don't go to the grocery store hungry if you go to the gro- i can't even think i don't yeah. even know what to buy yeah that's what happened i was having a meltdown in the store and then i left with all this stuff and i'm like okay cool i don't have one thing that i can just like pick up and eat mm-hmm. awesome now mm-hmm. i have to just cook i just went to the store hungry now i have to come home and now i have to cook something mm-hmm. it's just <sighs> yeah i didn't do what i like set out to accomplish when i got there yes Whew. okay let's bring it back we're on Friday. So now that we're feeling all balanced and settled and accomplished on Thursday, what you got for us on Friday? So this is Friday, April 21st, 2nd. What is it? Yeah, it's the 22nd. Friday, April 22nd. The moon continuing through Capricorn, conjunct with the planet that we talked about on Monday. Pluto, the god of death. This is so perfect. It's like, Tell well, me. <laughs> I mean, the the death of the old way of doing things. So now we have to let go of however we were doing it before. Mm-hmm. It's like yesterday we tried it out and we're like, Oh fuck. Well now I want to slip back into my old habit, but that's not good. I have to like, remember that I need to let that old thing fall away so I can have like a new pattern, a new structure in my life that feels good for me. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Transforming transforming those old patterns into new patterns that are healthier for you that make you feel like you're accomplishing something i'm getting to where i need to go i'm doing the work the work is reaping the reward that's friday awesome friday april 22nd saturday april 23rd another conjunction this time it's two planetary pieces we haven't spoken about this week it's mercury the messenger of the gods guide of souls to the underworld the planet of consciousness commerce communication and coordination conjunct at the same degree in the same sign as the north node the soul's purpose or karmic pathway of the soul together in taurus again taurus so it's about value it's about self-worth it's about communicating that self-worth the north node has been in in taurus for a few months now so it's bringing our attention to our self-worth what we value what we need to feel secure and now mercury is there to bring greater attention to that area if you've been ignoring it so how can i show attention to my self-worth and what I value and how can I communicate that to those around me that can help me get what I need. I love that. So whatever we were just working on the last two days, it's like, yeah, bringing greater awareness our, our, in our conscious mind about what we actually need to do to get there and then communicating that to the people in our lives. Yes. I think even just the act of communicating it can help us be more accountable to ourselves yes saying it out loud speak it into existence yeah scott laughing at me (laughs) being like ingrid why are you buying all these groceries you said like maybe half groceries half like pre-made meals or Mm -hmm. like once you share things with the people that you're in relationships with then they can see it and kind of reflect it back to you like no it's great absolutely absolutely yes when you say it when you say it it's like oh i said it it makes now it I real. I have to own it. Yeah, exactly. I have to own it or apologize for it. I don't know. So one or the other. But yes, 
putting it out there, saying it, this is what I'm worth, this is what I value, that makes it real. Sunday, April 24th, Mercury, again, in Taurus, sextile, supportive aspect, with Neptune, the god of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition. Neptune is the planet of the unconscious mind. It's in Pisces, the sign that it rules. Mercury is the planet of the conscious mind. I mean, I think this says like two things. One, when you communicate what your values are with the people you're in relationship with, it can be, it can like bring them compassion also and like maybe inspire people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing something for myself that feels good. I'm valuing myself more. And then when other people see that, it's like, oh, okay, maybe another time someone would not like that you're changing something about you. But in this time, they can feel like compassionate and maybe even more supportive. Yes. Because they see you're healing yourself. Mm. Yes, we're reflecting each other. So when you work on yourself, mm-hmm. it pushes other people around you to work on themselves. And it's like that conscious connecting with the unconscious. It's like when I become conscious of something, that kind of sparks your unconscious to connect those things to the conscious. Yes. Yes. So you're like, oh, I do that too. <laughs> like you were just, I said the thing about the food and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. my lady does the same thing. Like yes. we're spending too much and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> but you need those conveniences. It's actually good for us. We're both busy and we like nutritious things. You're just seeing those things to like point out to other people and show them the compassion for themselves as well. Yes. Yes. This is also bringing the dreams into reality. What have you been manifesting in your unconscious or in your meditations, let's say? How are those manifestations materializing into your reality? What are your unconscious thoughts and how are they reflecting in your material surroundings? How are your material surroundings affecting your unconscious thoughts? Dude, that is the question right there. <laughs> it's so, like I always like to talk about how my space makes me feel. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, if I'm doing these things that I value, maybe I said I would spend more on decorating my home because that's important to me because I spend a lot of time here. Okay, well, also, when I'm here in my home and it's nice... I feel more at ease in my mind. It's kind of like this loop that happens. Mm -hmm. So if once we do the work in the previous part of the week of really, I mean, I guess the previous part of the month, finding out who we are authentically, Mm -hmm. then we're trying to Mm -hmm. really bring it into our our reality. It kind of comes full circle when you're like having this reciprocal loop in your life. That's, that's fulfilling you. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. That can be a positive spiral or a negative spiral. It's like when you have something that's making you feel bad in your subconscious, then it puts itself into your reality and that makes you feel bad. And it's like this loop. So it's like, it is a loop. Maybe today, if you're not feeling good, it's like doing that like 1% something good in your life to start making yourself feel good. And then once you feel good, you're going to do more good things for yourself. Or it's like those things that, you know, we hear people say like you're not eating well. Mm -hmm. And so your mind isn't well. Yeah. Totally. It's like, what are you putting into your body? How is it affecting your mind? And what are you putting into your mind? And how is it affecting your body? It's like, a, yeah, it, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. So if you can break out of that cycle and say, you know what? I'm going to take better care of myself because I'm worth taking care of myself. It's going to be work. It's effort. But I'm worth the work. So I have to do it. It may not be easy, it may not be comfortable, but the more that I do the work to take care of my body, my food, what I'm eating, what I'm putting into it, all of a sudden I feel my unconscious become calmer. Yeah, even in even before we even get to the act of it, once we like decide to start doing something good, I feel like even in that moment you start to feel better because you're like valuing yourself more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I haven't even started physical therapy. I went to like a consultation, but somehow that I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is how you take care of yourself. Fuck. Like I feel good that I'm doing something good for myself. That makes me want to like continue the pattern. That's like, yes, you're feeding that energy. Yes. Awesome. Ingrid. Is that, the, is that the whole week? That's the whole week. But do you want to do some questions? Oh yeah. Questions. Message me on Instagram. So I want to, uh, want to address it so this is from holly Kristen. 
on Instagram messaged me and said, I have a question for your podcast because I'm super curious. If your sign is in something at zero degrees, how does that affect the traits? I'm not quite sure what she means by traits or what you mean, Holly, by traits, but I imagine what you're saying is, you know, how does that affect like the sign, I guess it's the traits of the sign or whatever. But the thing about zero degrees, it's it's very intense. It's very intense. I look at zero degrees as like the it's the first degree. So it's like the puppy. There's a lot of energy there. And it's when one sign, trend, like I, I see the zero degree and the 29th degree, the first degree zero, the last degree 29 as the most intense degrees. There's like pressure building there pressure building so it's like it builds to 29 and that's where it becomes like that champagne cork it's Mm. like you've shaken up the bottle and then you pop it and it explodes (laughs) and then zero i look at zero i look at i think this is my metaphor for zero it's like being in a movie theater at one o'clock in the afternoon on a summer day and the movie ends and you walk out the back door and it's bright as fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's You're like what the, the fuck. That's the intensity of, of the zero degrees. It's like it just smacks you across the face. So it's very intense. Of course, there's nothing good or bad about it. There's good and bad. There's gifts and challenges about zero degrees. So, if you have anything in your chart that's at zero degrees, maybe that means that you know this is the first time you're learning about this energy or this trait. And so you might feel a little clunky or clumsy in this area. Uh, the 29th degree is more like you've you've done this so many times over, and it's like now it's the pressure's on to get it right. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. Okay. This one is from Heidi. She says she has two questions. Okay. Is it possible to feel transit energies before they happen? Okay, I love that question. That was something we were just talking about in my moon class recently. Because someone else mentioned that. I was like, I'm feeling this energy before. Actually, I've been feeling it for some time. And I'm like, yes, that's <laughs> that's the point. So uh, this is like the metaphor for this is so when we're talking about like these energies, like we just talked about Friday, uh, you know, Neptune and Mercury are both at 24 degrees. They're connecting there. So that's like we're in the kitchen. The stove is on and you're sitting on the stove. You don't have to sit on the stove to feel the heat from the stove. But when it's right on top, when it's the exact same degree, that's when you're sitting on the stove. So let's feel that fire. Yeah. So say maybe like 10 degrees away, you're like at the edge of the room. You know, you feel it's a little warm in there. You know, they turn the oven on or whatever. Um, But as it gets closer and closer and closer, you get closer and closer to the stove. It gets hotter and hotter and hotter. Yeah. I mean, I think we always kind of talk about that. Yeah. You feel, you feel the, the energy before and after there's a lingering effect. It's not like mm-hmm. the planets are like a clock. They don't just tick, tick, tick. They are like slowly moving or I don't know. Fuck. How does but, a clock work? But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. Totally. But I will say that when a planet moves from one sign to the next, there is that light switch sort of experience. Oh, okay. I don't feel like the planets blend from one to the next. I feel like the blending that happens is because there's a lot of different planets that are in the same signs. And so even though the sun moved into Aries or maybe now the sun's in Taurus, you're still feeling that Aries energy. Why? Because Chiron was there pretty soon on the 2nd of May is when Venus gets there, but Chiron is already there. So Chiron is there. Chiron is is emanating that Aries energy. Mercury is out ahead of the sun, but there's multiple planets in different signs. So so maybe that one aspect of our life where like, Oh, our identity has now moved on to the next sign. The vitality has, but like, Oh, now our emotions are lingering in that sign from before. Even though it, the main sign has moved on. We have other planets that are connecting with it. Exactly. And it's like when people, you know, that are born on the cusp, they're, they're always like, well, I'm on the cusp. So I'm part this part that no, you're not. You're either one or the other. But the reason why you might feel both is because Mercury is never more than one sign away from the sun, and Venus is never more than two signs away from the sun. So there's a 
really good chance that even though you're on the cusp and your sun is in one sign, there's a planet in the previous or the next sign, whichever cusp you're on, which is why you're feeling the uh, both of those energies within yourself. And then we might not want to answer this one because I don't know what the fuck this means. She also wants to know, are these degrees of orbs at which energies are considered aspects? Yeah, so I think that's what I kind of answered there is, uh, yes, they're called aspects. I see. They're called aspects, uh, and the orbs are how many degrees are apart. You know, the two planets are apart from each other. So is the orb 10 degrees, or is it 5 degrees? Is it 1 degree? Is it 0 degrees? So something like uh, Mercury and Neptune at 24 degrees, the orb is 0 degrees. They're at the exact same degree. So we have a couple other questions, but they're very specific to this these people's charts. So we're not going to answer them here on the episode. If you have more specific questions about degrees and connections all relating to your own personal chart, that's what a personal reading's for. So book a reading with Scott, or you can take a moon class. You get a bit of a mini reading in there, some personal attention. They're like small groups of, of people doing his classes. Um, yeah, we get a lot of questions about people's specific charts. And exactly. It would... And it's, I, you know, it's not fair to you or to uh, the people, the other people that are listening to answer those specific questions because I, in order for me to answer it, in the best possible way for you, I need to look at your whole chart. I need to be in a really calm, coherent space to to look at this and and answer the question. And in out of respect for everyone else who's listening, I don't want to bore them on like personal sort of readings. Yeah, well, when we get specific, when we're looking at one specific person's birth chart in a certain degree, I would say. You always say there's like one in 25,000 chance of that being like someone else's chart. So there's not really a lot of crossover. So if you have any more general questions, we are happy to take those. <laughs> and if you're wondering where these questions come from, if you listen on Spotify, you go to the show notes and then there's like a, yeah, an ask me a question community. Thank you, Ingrid. Anytime. I will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.